All right. It's been like a really long time. Uh, there's been so much that's been going on. I don't even know where to begin. Um, last time I was on this, uh, there was a, uh, a lot of stuff going on personally, uh, in, in my life. Um, I said in the last podcast or so that, uh, me and Shelly split, but we're still on, uh, really good terms for both the girls and, uh, for ourselves. Um, we've been hanging out, um, I've, uh, I've went over her house and, and cooked with the girls and we've went on like little trips together. We took the girls to the zoo a couple weeks ago. Um, it's just like normal life kind of, except we're living in separate houses now. Um, who knows what the future will hold, but you know, that's, that's, that's our life right now. It's, um, uh, sometimes, sometimes fun, sometimes not work is still there, you know, uh, doing stuff with the girls is still there. It's pretty much life, like I said, just uh, living in two separate houses. But beside all that, um, I don't know if you guys know, but there's this um, there's this world pandemic going on, um, and <laughs> it's been like I should have been doing the podcast the entire time the pandemic has been going on, but uh, I needed some some time away from everything, some mental healing. I think I put up like one cover song and a YouTube video. Um, explaining the entire situation as long as as well as the podcast explaining uh, our situation um, but other than that I really haven't been doing anything I've been posting on the poppunkdad.com and on Instagram and on Facebook uh, I've been answering um, a frequent amount of emails from from bands um, the is as, as sadistic as my and nihilistic as it sounds the pandemic is kind of a blessing in disguise for my own um, personal well-being, my own personal health, um, because every single concert uh, on planet Earth got canceled, and uh, I would—I don't know if I could be up to going and doing shows with the way that my brain is working right now, and the way my heart feels right now. Um, uh, metaphorically, my heart, not—not—not uh, not, not physically, literally. Um, uh, uh, um, there were so many shows that got canned. Literally every fucking show on the planet got canceled uh, right around the same time. Uh, some of the smaller shows started getting canceled um, first. Smaller tours started getting canceled first. But um, <laughs> then when you start seeing like um, these multi-million dollar arena tours with like Motley Crue and uh, the Hell Omega tour with um, Green Day and Fall Out Boy um, they, they getting cancelled and um, these shows like that when they started getting canned not just in the United States where the pandemic has hit the most because we're as a country the most stubborn uh, but but around the world, they're European, they're Japanese, they're China, they're they're, they're Australian, and they're in their China tour uh, got canceled. Um, and then I noticed a lot of the more local shows, uh, maybe the shows that had like three or four thousand people getting canned um, all at once. And uh, <laughs> crazy times. Uh, every concert right now, I read a uh, read something the other day. Every concert right now is canceled until. Um, 2021 the spring of 2021 is when music 
is going to be coming back in a live setting, a live format. Um, uh, there's a, maybe some of the smaller shows will come back before the end of the year. Uh, some of the shows that they're recommending that you don't have any more than a hundred. Uh, some places are different. Some places are a hundred people. Some places are 50 people. Some places are 75. Some places are 20, uh, no more than 20 people, um, in a, uh, in a designated area to have a concert. Uh, a lot of the stuff is going to be outside. So obviously once it gets to be, uh, the winter and the fall months, then, uh, you really can't have the stuff inside. Um, Dave Chappelle just had an outdoor comedy special um, to talk about um, uh, just a lot of other things that are going on in the country, the riots that are going on uh, in, in the country right now. Um, I'm going to try to stay the fuck away from political topics as much as possible, even though um, uh, No Effects said it in one of their songs called You're Wrong. That if uh, if punk rock doesn't mix with politics, then you're wrong. Their lyric, and they're 100% right. Punk rock, pop punk, all mixes with politics. Um, however, I just there's so much fucking negative things going on, so many negative things going on in the country that I just want to try to stay away from them and talk about some cool things that are going on. Uh, even though there's not much of that. I wish we could just press the fucking reset button on this year. Take the cartridge out, blow on it, put it back in. Uh, you know, control alt delete, um, command W, uh, what, whatever have your metaphor to reset the fucking year. It would be absolutely amazing. Um, I myself would not like to reset the year. I would like to go back to November of 2019 and tell myself a whole lot of things. Um, but really can't change the past. You can only just move on, uh, to the future and hope for the best. But let's get into what the fuck has been going on. What has been going? What has been going on? Uh, well, let's start out. Speaking of no effects, um, right now, uh, no effects has a, a cross cover album, split cover album going on with uh, the one and only um, Wessex born bred person uh, Frank Turner, and the album is called West Coast uh, versus. Wessex, uh, and uh, how this is going to work is um, Frank Turner has recorded a bunch of No Effects songs, and No Effects has recorded a bunch of Frank Turner songs. Uh, they just released their uh, uh, Frank Turner has just released through Fat Records the first rec uh, the first single off of this uh, split record, uh, which is um, No Effects's um, infamous famous song Bob. Um, if you don't know who NoFX is, then why are you listening to me? But um, it's a really interesting cover. Um, I just did a feature on it on thepoppunkdad.com. Um, track listing goes as such. Uh, first, like, four or five songs are going to be um, NoFX doing Turner, and then the last five of the record are going to be Frank Turner doing NoFX. We have Substitute, Worst Things Happening, Worst Things Happen at Sea, uh, Thatcher Fuck the Kids, um, Ballad of Me and My Friends, and Glory Hallelujah. And then we have um, the no effects covers of Scavenger Type, Bob, Eat the Meek, Perfect Government, and Falling in Love. Didn't know that was a no effects song. Big no effects fan, but I don't know what fucking record that's off of. 
Uh, could be one of their new ones. Could be one of the really old ones that I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I'm a. I, I love the war on airism. I love punk and Um That's me. Uh, you can check this out at thepopunkdad.com. You can also uh, order the record right now, uh, which is going to be available July 31st, 2020. It's something to look forward to at the end of uh, July, because you know, fucking June, uh, we had we had a bunch of riots. July is right around the corner, and um, I'm fucking nervous for it. Who knows what that's going to be? We had we've had murder hornets. We've had a pandemic. We've had people burning down fucking buildings in, in in pretty much every corner of the United States. Uh, the country's been shut down. Um, we've had fires. Yellowstone National Park is ready to erupt. So who fucking knows what July is going to bring and August is going to bring. Uh, but hopefully before the world ends, you'll be able to hear this record. You can, uh, you can stream um, uh, Thatcher, Fuck the Kids as well, uh, available. Um, uh, on the Fat Records official YouTube. Uh, I'll link up uh, everything I'm talking about today um, in the description. If you're my SoundCloud people, um, if you are my Spotify people, then go to SoundCloud. But listen to it first on Spotify. Um, don't know if you can really click links. I don't think that's a thing yet. I'm pretty excited for what's going to happen with Spotify, by the way. We're getting to that right now. Uh, Joe Rogan, uh, if you don't know who Joe Rogan is, uh, he is a podcaster. He hosted Fear Factor, actor, stand-up comedian, uh, MMA fighter, and MMA announcer for the UFC. Um, I know him best through the Joe Rogan experience, the Joe Rogan podcast. He's had everybody on from Robert Downey Jr. to Neil deGrasse Tyson talk about what they talk about. They talk about movies and crazy things when you're an actor or actress and on there. And then you talk about things like tetrahedrophysics and, you know, going to outer space if you're talking to fucking Elon Musk. But um, he has been um, primarily based off of um, uh, YouTube. I mean, he does have the Joe Rogan experience on Spotify, I believe. And it's in a couple other places wherever you listen to your favorite podcast uh wherever your rss feed is sent to but uh he just signed a 150 million dollar contract to be spotify exclusive and that might sound meh whatever oh that's cool i guess his old videos from when this is going to start i believe in october um uh look that up here in a second uh they're going to be grandfathered in to um youtube so you'll still be able to find them on youtube um, but as of that date forward, whenever this starts, I believe it's in the fall. Um, uh, I believe it's in the fall, if I'm not mistaken. I should have had all this fucking stuff queued, but of course. MSNBC saying 100 million. I'm saying bullshit. I'm saying it's over 100 million. Uh, ugh. I just had, I just had a uh, barbecue chicken. Uh, let's see. Joe Rogan will be doing this. Uh, report on the Wall Street Journal. He's not on Spotify. He is on Spotify right now, kind of. Kind of. You can find clips and bits and all that kind of stuff. It's just saying the end of the year right now. I know that there's a date out there. I'm not going to fuck around and look for it anymore. He is going exclusive, though. This, uh, this news came out around May. I know I'm kind of behind on this. You guys probably have already fucking heard about this. Um, Spotify on September 1st. I knew it, it was uh, going to be in the fall. Now, why this is so exciting to me and a lot of other 
platformers is that I don't want to talk shit on YouTube, but I'm going to talk shit on YouTube is that YouTube has been kind of fucky lately with a lot of things. Um, you get demonetized for things. If there's certain things in your video uh, that don't meet their credentials, their new policies are feel like they're getting updated every two or three weeks. It's one of the reasons why I've kind of taken a hiatus from YouTube right now, which is dumb for me to do because I'm a fucking nobody. <laughs> and uh, I should be posting on there as frequently as possible. I've been posting on TikTok uh, more than I have YouTube lately. But the reason why this is so exciting is because Spotify, when you think of Spotify, is a um, audio streaming service. YouTube is a video streaming service. However, um, Joe Rogan will have not only video, but audio on Spotify as of, as I just read, September 1st. Meaning that if you are um, a cre content creator, podcaster, uh, I don't know, this opens up a door a huge door for a lot of new content creators to maybe jump shift if Spotify plans on doing a video streaming service. Um, I don't know if it's gonna be something you gotta fucking pay for or how the royalties are gonna work or any of that backlogging bullshit that's all behind the curtain, but it's gonna be interesting to fucking see. Um, I, I, I wish that a lot of other people would, would jump shift um, I'm a really big fan of uh, people like Philip DeFranco, uh, who he has a, a daily news thing on YouTube. I know that a lot of his shit has been fucking taken down left and right, demonetized, um, copyright claimed, all this stuff. Basically, you know, he's he said this a couple years ago when YouTube started there um, really cracking down is that he gets a lot of his money now, not from YouTube royalties, but from Patreon and selling um, merchandise and um, a lot of like third-party things that you don't really see that are going on. Um, uh, uh, advertisements, uh, he'll, you know, do a sponsorship or something with an advertiser. That's the stuff. He's not getting a lot of fucking revenue from YouTube. And nobody is, frankly. Nobody's getting revenue from YouTube. Mm. Not just because I haven't been posting on YouTube lately, but... Um, uh, a lot of it has to do with, um, it's not because I haven't been posting on YouTube lately. I should get residual, uh, revenue royalties. I, I, I don't know uh, how, how, it's, how I would say it. I guess it's royalties, I guess, from, um, from my previous videos and stuff. I haven't been seeing a lot of that. Haven't been seeing fuck all from that. And it hasn't been because I haven't been getting the views because I've definitely been getting the same amount of views. I just haven't been seeing a lot of money. Um, with that, with that said, hopefully it opens up an avenue for me to do something over on Spotify, or it'd be really cool if SoundCloud did uh, perhaps a, uh, a video streaming service. But it's called SoundCloud, so who knows? Um, I know that there are certain benchmarks that you have to hit to, in order to start collecting money on Facebook. I think I hit all of them recently, so I gotta thank you guys for that. I recently hit 10,000 likes, uh, followers, subscribers, whatever the fuck you wanna call it. 10,000 of my friends are on uh, on Facebook now, on the Pop Punk Dad official Facebook page. Uh, so I gotta thank you guys for that. I'm sitting at 3,000 on um, Instagram because, you know, I don't got boobies and I don't wear a bra. And um, I, I'm, not a, I'm not an IG model, so um, I'm just, <laughs> I'm, 
I'm getting along there. And I don't want to pay. I don't want to pay for fans. I know there's a lot of people out there that uh, they think if you pay for if you pay for your subscribers and you pay for your uh, followers, that maybe that would help. It kind of does, I guess. I know of a couple of people that have done it. They've paid for followers, they've paid for likes, they've paid for views, they've paid for subscribers. And what it does is it's that old psychological popularity thing, that people don't like things that aren't popular. But if you're a small creator like me that is sitting at like three or 4,000 or even a small creator, 10,000 on Facebook or a couple thousand on YouTube, and then suddenly, if you're sitting around then, you might have people that are genuinely interested in you and you're going to gain a following. However, if you're someone who already has maybe 150,000, 250,000, 500,000 subscribers, other people are going to look at that and be like, 500,000 people like them. I'm going to like them too. Um, that reminds me of like songs in high school or even songs now. There are a lot of bands out there that bust their ass and sound fucking amazing. And they never get the recognition because they don't get the radio play. Because they don't get the record label or whoever to push them um, and, and put them on MTV. MTV's not a thing anymore. MTV's a fucking joke. But they don't get the... the the recognition because no one's putting them um, on the air, on YouTube, pushing them on Instagram. They're not getting those type of pushes. And they're just kind of like drifting along, just getting by. But then there are some bands who are really terrible and the record labels are behind them and they push them and push them and push them. And because the record labels push them and they're constantly in your ear and in your face, you're like, well, I guess they're okay because a bunch of other people like them and they're always on TV so they must be popular. So I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to watch it. Uh, that's, that's how I feel about YouTube subscribers. That's how I feel about um, buying likes and subscri uh, uh, subscriptions and, 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 and that type of thing. Uh, it's a, it's a double-edged sword there. Because the other end of that is that you're not getting um, retention. Uh, retention is um, how people are, how many times people are viewing you. So you can buy 25,000 likes and 25,000 uh, YouTube subscribers, but if you're only getting five fucking views per video, it's not gonna mean not gonna mean diddly dick like those 25 25,000 subscribers aren't gonna mean anything but it could be a good push in the beginning I don't know I digressed a whole fucking lot on that but that was a little thing that's been going on in my head uh, for a while with the Joe Rogan podcast jumping to Spotify in um, uh, September um, all I can do is look forward to 2021 which uh, there are a lot of bands now that are uh, now re-announcing their tours there's a lot of tours that have been postponed not canceled but postponed um punk and drublick fest was canceled it's fat mike from no effects baby uh it's an all-day craft beer and music festival it was the first festival i ever got press passes to first show i ever got press passes to um actually and uh they had that kind of set up and then that got all canceled and been moved around and stuff uh rancid and dropkick murphy's had a tour together that got postponed of fucking course, My Chemical Romance announces uh, European, Australian, and Asia dates, uh, as well as Canada and the United States. On Halloween, they come back. 2019 Halloween. Um, and they come back, and uh, of course, um, a few months later, 
they announced their tour, and then a few months after that, everything's fucking postponed. So it figures MCR comes back with this huge hype, and their shows get postponed. Uh, they haven't rescheduled any dates thus far, um, but uh, they they say you can keep your tickets, and they're good for a rain check, or you can get them refunded. Uh, if I were you, I would fucking keep those tickets, because you already bought them. You already knew you were going to spend the money. Why, why spend it again? Um, unless you're like really hitting hard right now because the pandemic has fucked a lot of people over with um, their jobs. A lot of people can't work right now, uh, so they're on unemployment, and maybe that ticket money would help because I was looking. I posted a TikTok about this, actually, that uh, some MCR tickets were going resale on StubHub for upwards of uh, $1,500 to $2,000. I just find that fucking insane whenever back in 2011 uh mcr and blink 182 um uh, did the honda civic tour together and that tickets for that were like 50 fucking dollars god damn what a what a amazing time 2011 was um yeah really miss it <laughs> i really hope uh really hope that um 2021 uh, brings a lot of prosperities to to the venues and stuff. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of rumor going around. Um, I know of a lot of friends in the in the biz that have been sharing this around. That they're estimating that anywhere between 80 and 90 percent of um, venues, concert venues, will be bankrupt or out of business or closed due to the pandemic because they're just not getting enough revenue. They can't keep up with rent. A lot of these places, they're renting the fucking building. Uh, the bigger ones, like the, the stadiums and stuff that also share sports events, they're not going anywhere. But you gotta think, like, how are touring bands that are just starting out going to make a living? How are they going to do anything? How are they gonna get anywhere after this if all of the venues are closing out? Because Streaming services are not paying, not paying bands, fuck all. Um, I, I got a residual check from an album that my band put out in um, uh, 2014, 2015, for I think 79 cents. Uh, yeah, that was through Spotify. And uh, we were paying like 50 bucks a year to keep it on all streaming services, like everything from... Uh, iHeartRadio to uh, Slacker Radio to SoundCloud to Spotify. We're, we're putting it on all formats, and it was costing us like 50 bucks a year. So uh, I was negative $49 and some odd cents in the hole <laughs> uh, because that's, uh, that's, that's all we made that year on those streaming services. And then, like, uh, shows we would make T-shirt money and stuff, but... It really wasn't doing it either. So you, you got to wonder if there's going to be no venues for small bands to play, where the fuck are they going to play at? They're, they're not going to rent out, you know, Madison Square Garden for a band that's only drawing 500 people. That's just not realistic at all. Um, uh, I'd like to get some other people on the podcast and talk about this that are more uh, well adept in this uh, subject. Uh, my personal opinion is I, I don't I don't know I really don't know if they're talking about concert halls and venues going bankrupt I don't even know the government is not going to bail out concert halls they're not going to do that they're going to bail out the 
fucking targets and and, and, and shit that has been getting looted and and that, and that sort of thing. It's it's not gonna <laughs> concert halls aren't on the top of the list. Uh, venues are not on the top of the list, so it's gonna be real interesting to see where that goes from there. Um, yeah. Uh, what do we have to look forward to? Oh, there's a new a new a newfound glory record that is coming out uh, in a few weeks, and I'm pretty excited for it because I get to listen to it and uh, review it before it drops. Uh, I'm pretty excited that Hopeless Records uh, did that for me. Um, you, you can you can listen to that next Friday, um, my review on it. It drops uh, Friday, June 19th, which is this Friday. Uh, I'm stupid. I don't know why I'm living a week behind, but uh, yeah, uh, it drops this Friday, and I will um, have that up. Uh, their album is called Forever Plus Ever Times Infinity, um, and it'll be dropping at midnight via um, uh, Hopeless Records. Uh, I listened to it from front to back. It's fucking amazing right now. I have um, a couple of their... Um, songs that I also reviewed up, um, one of their most recent ones is, uh, Himalaya, which you should check that single out if you haven't already. It's available on Hopeless Records and on, on Newfound Glory's official YouTube page. Uh, you can check it out on Spotify as well. And then, uh, you can also check it out on the popocdad.com, the review I did on the, uh, on the single itself. Pretty excited for that to come out next week, though. Um, the Newfound Glory also has a, uh, a live stream that they're going to do the same day of the release. It's kind of their release show. Uh, it's going to be live on Twitter.com backslash Newfound Glory and blah, 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 blah. Uh, just go to Newfound Glory's Twitter and click on the link that's there. It's right on the top there, and they've been promoting it. They are playing 40 fucking songs. Um, granted, each song is <laughs> it's about three minutes, but... Uh, they are uh they're gonna be playing um they're gonna be playing 40 songs i'm pretty sure that they're gonna play play a majority of this new record if not all of it and then they are going to uh, uh play a bunch the bunch of the hits run through the hits probably some covers from the you know couple cover records that they've done over the years uh pretty excited for that i'm definitely gonna be listening into that um, uh, on June 19th, which is this coming Friday, which comes out with the record uh, forever plus ever times infinity. Uh, so definitely check that out. I'll have a review up on their album as well. Uh, you can check that out at thepoppunkdad.com. Um, as for that, guys, uh, it's been about a half hour that I've been I've been rambling the fuck on. I think has it been has it been that long? I'll ramble on a little longer. What else do I got going on? I got a Facebook message. I'll answer that in a minute. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, it's, it's got some other news going on. Oh, we have, we do have another tour. Smaller tours that have been announced. I was just talking about this. We, who knows where it's going to go? Um, but uh, in the United States, who knows where the hell it's going to go? Um, uh, there are other bands, though, that have been announcing um, uh, their tours elsewhere. The Agrolites are, are a band that I just did a, th a little feature on on thepoppunkdad.com. You can check that out. Um, they have uh, they have announced they, they, they canceled their 2020 tour in Australia, um, and they 
cancel their European tour and their US tour for their sixth duty album, which is uh, called Reggae Now, which was released back in 2019. But the 2019 tour was supposed to carry into 2020, and then all the pandemic hit, and then they were like, fuck it, let's cancel everything and just reschedule this bitch for next year. And they did. So their uh, February of 2021 is when uh, the Agrilites are going to be coming back to Australia, um, to, to Australia for all my Aussie fans out there. Uh, we got Brisbane, uh, Sydney, Melbourne, uh, Perth, and um, a couple of other dates on there. Um, so you can check out the Agrilites coming to uh, <laughs> the Australia town near Hugh. Um, yeah, I see a lot of my, a lot of friends bands and a lot of like smaller bands jumping ship and going to Europe and Japan in 2021 for a lot of shows uh, just because there are a lot of venues that just aren't fucking opening up. So, again, back to that topic, is that, um, who knows again, what's going to go on? Uh, maybe, maybe Europe and Japan and China will have, fuck even, maybe Canada will have the, uh, the leading, um, new concert hall, venue hall on us, uh, as far as the amount of them, because like I said, you know, if you're, if you're Green Day, you're going to be fine. But if you're a smaller band that's just starting out, you're not going to be playing the same fucking stadium that Green Day is. You know, you're not going to be playing the, you know, the, the giant parks and the, 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 the giant sold-out stadiums that are also sharing, you know, sometimes baseball stadiums, football stadiums, American football, <laughs> uh, soccer stadiums. Uh, you're not going to be playing that type of, type of venue, so it's going to be rough. I, I don't know. I just don't know. I don't want to leave this one on a downer, but I'm going to leave this uh, this podcast on a downer. Um, so I I feel like I'm getting back into it, guys. I apologize if I don't do this weekly, but I just looked and SoundCloud charged me 15 bucks, which is their, what they're charging a month to uh, have the unlimited plan. Uh, if you don't know, like you, you get a certain amount of data. And a certain amount of space you can have um, uploaded your songs or whatever to SoundCloud. Uh, if you're a band and you upload like 10 songs, you're going to be fine. But if you're someone like me who's uploading like fucking 50, 35 to one hour, 35 minutes to one hour podcast, you're, you're, <laughs> you're going to be maxed out pretty soon. Um, I think they have like three gigs or something like that. And then you can up it to 10 gigs and then, you know, for the unlimited whatever. And then that also gives you a chance to move your RSS feed. There are a lot of other fucking places that you can upload your podcast to. I'm just, SoundCloud's always familiar to me. And they've never, never done me wrong. This isn't a plug for them, but it's a plug for them. But anyway, guys, um, I guess I'll talk to you on the next podcast. Whatever the fuck that will be, will be. Stay indoors. Stay safe so we can open the goddamn country back up and do some fucking fun things. Shit, it's so boring. God, I hate it. Shit, stay pop punk later.